0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Thundercast. I am the host, Christian Esparza. Joining me, my co-host, Parker Haney. Parker, we've got about a month left in fall sports, so I think today is the perfect time to take a look at the playoff hopes for the teams here on campus, uh, or lack thereof. <laughs> and I, I guess first off, we'll start with soccer. Um Soccer's winless in the Big Sky right now, so I think it's pretty safe to say playoffs are out of reach for them.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, but you know, I'll just be the positive guy. That's not to say that you know there's not a lot of things that the team can still do as you know the end of the season winds out and and whatnot. I, there's still some positives that we can build on, regardless if we miss the playoffs
0: or not. So, yeah, I think soccer, they've got a lot of things uh, to work on going into next year. We've mentioned time and time again, this is a pretty young team full of youth all around. Uh, Kai Edwards, he had a very, very good first year as head coach. This is his second season now. Not as good, but, I mean, he got that extension, so we've got him for a couple more years. Um, This is when it's time to really stay true to your coach, hope, that he knows what he's doing as far as roster building and stuff like that. Uh, next season we will see just how good the Thunderbirds soccer team can be on the volleyball. They got swept last Thursday against Weber state. Um, but that was almost to be expected because Weber's dang good. Like yeah. I'm talking seven and zero in the big sky, uh, they're ranked top, I think 10 in the nation in serving. Um, Danny Ney, one of their players, is ranked fourth in the nation in service aces per set. So they're a very, very, very good team. I'm not at all surprised that they got swept. But then they responded well. Had
1: 12 aces on us, just by the way.
0: Yeah, they were. uh, 12 aces
1: in three sets.
0: It was just a rough all around. Like, there was literally nothing that SEU could do. Um, Then they responded well Saturday, and they actually swept Idaho State. And that is huge. Because right now, these are the standings in the big sky for volleyball. So, first is Weber State. They're 8-0 now after their match Saturday. Second is Northern Colorado at 7-1. Portland State is also 7-1 in third place. Fourth and fifth are Montana State and Northern Arizona at 5-3. Sixth and seventh is Sac State and Eastern Washington at 3-5. Eighth, ninth, tenth is Montana Idaho State and SUU at 2-6, and six, and then 11th is Idaho at 0-8. So, still a month left, but now is when we start to think about the playoffs. Like I said, the top eight teams make that tournament for volleyball, and SUU has matches against Montana State and the University of Montana this week. Both of them are at home, and looking at their remaining schedule, I really don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to think that SEU could take that number eight seed, uh, their match Thursday is huge.
1: Yeah, going against the University of Montana, right? So you can look back at it. We are two and six in conference. Yeah. And we have wins over Idaho State, the worst team, and Idaho, the third to worst team, right? We're the second to, second to last. Sorry, I don't want to say worst. Last <laughs> team, third to last team, second to last team. Second from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Almost to the top. Um, so I, I just want to say like, it's still totally possible, but we have to have a few more of those good wins. And it's really frustrating, right? Because we looked so good against Idaho state and we looked really good against, um, Idaho, right? We won, beat Idaho three, one, and then beat Idaho state three Oh, and I, I just know that we have the talent and have like you know the ability to get it done we just haven't shown it against opponents essentially opponents that are above 500 right right so this one against Montana is going to be huge because they're two and six they're struggling as well and we're going to have to come in and, and and win that one I guess they're coming here but we're gonna have to come in strong start out strong and get a win um on Thursday
0: yeah it's definitely tough because I mean as I talked about there's a two-way tie for second place two-way tie for fourth place two-way tie for sixth place and a three-way tie for eighth place right now so yeah it, I I, a I lot. feel
1: like it's it's really in tiers right so yeah I mean I think that the top five are quite a bit better than the bottom six right 11 teams oh, in the conference right so Northern Arizona is fifth at five and three, tied with Montana State, and then it goes three and five, two and six, and zero oh and eight. Right, so it's kind of like there are two tiers to the Big Sky right now, and we need to be the top of the bottom tier if right. we want to have a chance at doing
0: anything. Which I think, based off of how I guess the season started out for SEU volleyball, I honestly think making the playoffs would be probably better than whatever expectations I had. I mean, it was a rough couple weeks there. Um, There wasn't a whole lot of winning going on. But now, like, as we're talking about it and stuff, and I might have talked myself into it, but, like, I really think they can do it. I mean, they have the same record as Montana, who's the eighth seed right now, and then we're playing them at home on Thursday. I think we will play them again later in the season, and that will be a way. But it's just hard because there's a month left, so there's still quite a bit of volleyball left to be played. But, I mean, as we said, we'll see how this all sorts out. But, I mean, first-year head coach Casey Nady making the playoffs in her first season, like, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, and three of our next four games, so we go Montana home, Montana State home, and then we go at the University of Idaho, and then at Eastern Washington. So three of those four games – are in the bottom feeder teams, right? I say we need to go 3-0. and We have to beat Eastern Washington, we have to beat Montana, and then we have to beat Idaho. And I think that you're right on. I think that's perfectly doable, right? Then we're sitting at 5-6, and six and yeah. we're flirting with 500. So, yeah, I definitely think it's doable. And I think that Thursday is going to be a huge game, and I, I hope we get a crowd, man, because I think they're going to need a lot of help just feeding off the crowd and doing whatever. So, but, yeah, if we can go – three and one in these next four games. We're, we're definitely there flirting with the seventh, eighth seed.
0: Yeah, that would be great. So the playoffs for big sky volleyball, those start on November 18th. That's exactly a month from today. Yeah. Um, On the football, they are at the bottom of the big sky on four in conference, which is ridiculous. I never thought I'd be saying this. Um, They should be, I think they should win Saturday against Northern Colorado, but Then they have Montana, Idaho, and Weber State. After that, so not a very, very good outlook. I think they maybe go three and one over that stretch. I mean, two and two. No way, no way they're beating Montana.
1: Montana's so good. Yeah, and it's at Montana, and that's one of the hardest places to play in all of the Big Sky. So, yeah, it's.
0: I don't know if there's a lot to say. Um, Does Big Sky do their own separate playoffs, or no? Is it just straight onto the FCS playoffs for the teams that make it?
1: No, they don't. They do. A, maybe they don't. No. I was trying to find no, it, but I couldn't yeah, find no, it. Yeah, no, there's good. no conference tournament. So there's just the the Big Sky champs are just the regular season champs. That's lame. And then it goes
0: to the FCS championship series. It's just hard because I mean, talking about last spring, like they had a bad record, but they easily should have won Yeah, three more of those six games. So it's like they were so close to being a very, very good team last year. And I think this season, I mean, that game on Saturday was just rough. Who did they even play? I totally forgot. NAU. Oh, yeah. Uh, NAU just shredded SU's defense, like 59 points. And what frustrates me about that is they had played – Two FBS teams already, and neither one of those teams put up 59 points. I mean, Arizona State put up 50, but still. Like, that's the most points that they've given up all year, and it wasn't even to an FBS team. Yeah. Um, And one, I don't think it was to a team that's necessarily that potent offensively either. Yeah. Grand Canyon rivalry game. Um, SCU got shut out in the first quarter, I believe, it was, like, 24-0 to zero by the time SU got the ball in the second quarter with, like, five minutes left. And so, I mean, once they did start scoring, they woke up, and they kind of hung with NAU after that. But, I mean, they well, – yeah, the clo- yeah,
1: the closest we could get it was to – I think we got it within 10 a couple times. We were times. within, yeah,
0: 10 a few different times. But it's like,
1: don't go down 17-0 in the first quarter, and now it's a ball game. right. Why did we start out that slow? We know that it's the Grand Canyon rivalry. We know that people are going to get up and get excited for it. And we just – it was so frustrating to see, especially because, I don't know, everybody can – and I have my own biases, but everybody can think what they want. But I felt like our defense has done a decent job of putting our offense in in good spots. I think that our defense has held up decently, and now our defense just got – Absolutely torn apart. Like, oh. just blown coverages left and right. Yeah. Averaging like ten yards a carry. It's just it was just I don't know. It felt sad because it felt like our defense was just like, All right, if our offense isn't gonna put up any points, we're just not gonna stop people anymore. And then our offense was like, Oh, look, we can score some <laughs> points. And it's like what where has this been?
0: Yeah. And all that's, season. That's what I was gonna say. It's like it's never the defense and the offense have never played good at the same time. Like either the defense is getting stops and then we can't score like against Portland state or our offense is hanging 35 points, but then we're giving up 59. Um, One positive from that game though, we had two running backs go over a hundred yards Karis Davis and Isaiah Williams. Um, The T-Birds finished with 221 total rushing yards that's a season high. That was pretty fun to watch. Um other than that though, not much else to say. So it's just tough uh trying to do a podcast about a bunch of sports teams when right now I guess only volleyball can maybe make the playoffs. Um yeah. not a well, lot of Well, it's like excitement. we said, I mean I yeah. Everybody knows
1: we've done <laughs> plenty of podcasts at this point yeah. and we're struggling with fall sports and we're just waiting for basketball to start, so.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what's fun. Um, We had Riley Williams on a couple weeks ago to talk about softball. As we get, like, within a couple weeks of basketball, we're going to get some men's basketball players and women's basketball players on here. I think it's going to be super fun to talk to both of those teams. So um, after fall sports, winter sports, I think, are going to be exciting. That – and gymnastics, too. I think gymnastics is going to have a really good year, so. Yeah. But – Uh, I think that's pretty much all we have to say for today's Thundercast. Look out for us next week, um, next Tuesday, and thank you for listening.